0: Welcome to the Survivor Series preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the deadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to this weekend's Survivor Series pay per view. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT Dubai, oh. oh AW Dynamite, AW Rampage pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course. On culture, as I said, they're joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to Survivor Series this weekend. Myself and Phil Chambers will be doing a live stream for it on our YouTube channel, of course, and myself and Hamlet We'll be back here in the small hours of Monday morning to discuss all the goings on. And before we do look ahead to this year's pay-per-view, we did have a nice moment of, well, not nice, but a moment of uh, reminiscing about Survivor Series 2020 and, well, what our lives were like. Back then, we just had a very quick listen to our review, and you pointed out that was when we used to have to sit in, well, alternate front rooms and whisper about what did you think of the pay-per-view, because you don't want to wake up your other halves or your kids or your (laughs) neighbours. It was a a weird time, uh, especially enhanced by the fact that, uh, well, this time last year, I was listening to... (laughs) Nee, nee, nee. <laughs> the midi <laughs> version of The Undertaker's theme whilst Ghost Paul Bearer waved him off or something.
2: Nothing weird about reminiscing about that era is as weird as what we were actually talking about that was on the television. Um, it was really quite something. I had an emotional response involuntary when you said, and I'm going to be joined here, of course, in the studio at what Culture Towers at 4am. And we've talked a lot about, football, about what a privilege this job is. And some people, with us being a UK-based wrestling podcast, i like, God, those guys in the office at, like, four in the morning recording a show, like, I just don't really like be there in the middle of the night. And it's like, believe me, believe me, there is nowhere else I would rather be to talk about wrestling with you. Mm. Than in this studio, in this building, being able to, like, sort of enjoy the wrestling, enjoy the crack at a normal volume, at a normal pace, rather than tiptoeing from my living room to my kitchen to try and work out which one was quieter, and then... Quite frankly, be absolutely fucking raging with The Undertaker and not be able to shout about it because I can't wake the boys up, but this silly old bastard thing's gone on for 10 minutes now. Wilborn, I need you to explain to me why 40 wrestlers came out and then after a video package only Vince McMahon was in the ring. Where did Savio Vega go? Why did they even bring him out in the first place? <laughs> what a weird night. <laughs> what a weird six months, of, seven months of doing that stuff. Or more. When do we, we stop doing those ASMR reviews? God, I don't know. But I have no doubt... No kink shaming, were enjoyed, Mania? It, maybe. enjoyed by those that enjoy that sort of thing on a sexual level. There'll be some that got the, got the kicks out of our ASMR reviews. They loved it, didn't they? Kinky there'll, be some, bastards. there'll be some people that um, wrecked their ears because they had to turn their headphones up to listen to it and then forgot and then put the music back on. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, one of our ads played or
0: something. <laughs> yeah. I'm Gary, listen to Gary's podcast. Oh, shut up. Imagine that.
2: And uh, and yeah, the uh, the Miz retains the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Hello, you're halfway through what culture podcast, and have you shaved your balls?
0: I was <laughs> just 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 looking at um, Survivor Series 2020 feels apt. We're obviously recording this mm-hmm. on Friday, so if they announce, as as <laughs> as Hanfler suggested, Brock Lesnar for Savo- the Blue Team for mm-hmm. Survivor Series, we ain't going to be talking about that. And I just glanced at last year's card and just thought, oh yeah, how many of them got released? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even Seven think about that. Yeah. One, two. This is just the uh, first match. I'm going from the uh the oh, god, dual, ...dual brand battle royal won by the Miz, last eliminating Dominic Mysterio. One, two, <laughs> Jesus, three, huh. three. Can we
2: can we can we start the 2021 review here? Yeah, I it to talk to you about something. Um, so last year's battle royal, the Miz won it. Yeah, for his brand. Apparently, last eliminating, who was that? Uh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I remember that night. And uh, me and you were doing our SMR podcast. Go back and listen to it in the archives if you want. It's whispered, so you would have to turn it up. But I believe we're well, it was that night that we made a prediction. And I'm going to flesh out the details of that prediction for you now. Okay. Before we get to the rest of the advertised card. Because we always knew that there was going to be something on this card unadvertised. Last year, of course, the Miz eliminated Dominic. And Dominic had to do a lot of soul searching. And he said, in one year... I'm going to have the biggest night of my career. <laughs> I'm going to make the biggest statement of my career. And then on Sunday, this coming Sunday, one year on, and go back and said, I've said all this. Anyone yeah. that's a regular listener knows that. I've said all know, that
0: yeah. Tapes there.
2: One year ago we said it. And, then, and Dominic said it as well. And I think that was like quite brave of a guy that's so early into his career. And then in Survivor Series, as Bret Hart would say, uh, <laughs> Rey Mysterio is going to come out and say, in light of what's happened to me at the hands of Bobby Lashley and what's happened to my son at the hands of Bobby Lashley, I've come to a very difficult and troubling decision. It's been a wonderful career, I've won world titles, I've had amazing memories, but I think tonight is the night that I re, no, 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 dad, 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 no. I love you, dad. Don't say what I think you're gonna say, dad. And then Ray's gonna be like, Dominic, it's okay. It's okay, papi. Or whatever way around it is, I forget. Like, it's okay. I'm okay. No, Dad, I love you. We still want one more. Let's win those tag titles back, Dad. And Ray's like, I guess I can go out on top. And he says, you're damn right, Dad. Get on my shoulders. (laughs) You ain't heavy. You're my father. And then he's going to be walking, walking into the back, and the commentators are going to be saying, Pat McAfee, as he always does, is going to be, you know, Right now, Dominic and Ray are thinking, we're going to take the tag team titles back. And then, uh, and Dominic's probably thinking, God, I couldn't think of anybody better to carry on my shoulders than my father. Oh my God, Michael, <laughs> what happened? I'll tell you what happened, Will Bond. He chair on the ramp, right? And then he looks down at him. One year ago, Dad, I told you I was going to make a big statement. And then you take tonight to make a big statement? <laughs> Apparently he's gone a little bit New York. I don't know how
0: this happened. <laughs> what happened, Dad? Did you forget about it? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I was thinking? The Ray think- Mysterio retirement angle. I was, thinking, I, was I was thinking, as I often do, about this Mysterio's in the shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the shower, not thinking about them. <laughs> thinking about the Mysterio's in the shower. <laughs> and Dad, yeah.
2: I don't like being arrested with you because we got a shower together. <laughs> it's
0: <getting> weird. <laughs> what I was thinking was, oh, when they do, obviously, because we all know, we've always said when it's going to happen. Yeah. When they do do this... You know how they always, you go like, oh, there's a really good story here to be told. And they go, yeah, but what if we like add something else? And you're like, no. <laughs> 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 the Miz and Daniel Bryan could just fight because they hate each other. We don't have to get their other halves involved. Well, pointless stakes are, uh, what WWE does. So I think what's going to happen is, it's not going to be a big retirement thing, but it is going to be uh, Ray coming down and going there. Uh, well, you may have seen the tweet over the last few days. WWE 2K, and uh, we all know who's going to be the cover star. It's just, just going to be f- finished and signed off on. And then Dominic's going to be like, Dad, you know what would look be even better? is if we had the photo posed right now, but it's it's you on my shoulders. Let's get on the ramp and pose that. Get on there, you old prick. I want to be on the cover. And then needlessly, it's not just a blood feud. It's who makes the cover for 2K. The name of the contract does say Mysterio. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Uh, i <laughs> sorry, get on my shoulders for the
2: cover shot. Let's do it on the ramp.
0: <laughs> so, uh, a quick count. I think I've got nine releases from last year's cards. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Keith Lee on Team Raw. Braun Strowman on Team Raw.
2: Team, the big lads of Team Raw. It was like AJ and all his giant friends. AJ, he was, Keith, got fired, so I was like, I'm going to get a
0: bigger friend. <laughs> yeah. AJ, Keith, Seamus, Braun and Riddle yeah. last year. Oh, Riddle, yeah. Riddle as well. Um... And it, was they, it was a shout-out, wasn't it?
2: Uh, you know, five and, like... Nobody got eliminated yeah, yeah. on Team <laughs> Raw. <The whole laughs> absolutely battered. Seth walked in the ring and
0: he was like... Yeah, I don't, so. don't want to be wrestling Riddle. And yeah. then, uh, well, what did he do last week? <laughs> right, anyway. Uh, and Team Raw also won the women's match. <laughs> do you remember who was the sole survivor? Oh, God.
2: This is so tough because... I feel under pressure anyway because I'm expected to do well in these quizzy type situations and I can't even remember who's on the brands right now because of the confusing... I'll give you a clue. She's
0: not on any brand right oh, now. Oh, she's, she's no longer a part nope. of the... Uh,
1: and she
0: won it in the best possible way. You know, you think like... Nijax. Close. The correct answer... Well, you know, you, can, you think like, what's the best way to end a match? You think about like classic matches like... Oh, Batista, Batista, he taps out. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's won the whole thing. Or any, any, literally any, one, two, three. Best way that he can win, double count out. Lana's the Lana, winner. That was, it was the Lana Nijax thing, yes. Nijax and Bianca Belair got counted <laughs> yeah. out. And Lana she won was the stood, whole she thing. She was bollocked into standing on the steps, do you remember? <laughs> get out there. She he was get standing out the standing <laughs> Stand on the apron. 23 minutes we waited for that. The,
2: the biggest injustice of that, I think we all know what that is, don't you? Is that like Lana stood in the ring doing the Shawn Michaels. Boyhood dream has come true. Girlhood dream has come true for Lana. In the Thunderdome. No pop. furious. What have been huge.
0: Anyway, this year, let's talk about Survivor Series 2021. We've got a hell of a card to look forward to. Like I said, we're recording this on Friday afternoon. So we don't know who the fifth member of Team SmackDown in the men's match is going to be. Uh, let's start, though, at the bottom of the card with a sort of insignificant match and a match I think we're going to both agree on in terms of the result. US champ versus Intercontinental champ. Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura with Rick Boogs in his corner. It's not been a good few weeks for Nakamura and Boogs, has it?
2: No, it's not been a good few weeks for Nakamura and Boogs. Uh, Damian Priest is angrier and more Damian-like than ever before. We've only made that
0: connection now, haven't they?
2: Because T-Bar has been finding the darkness within Damien. Um, A guy that walks around calling himself the Archer of Infamy and setting fire to his own name is a guy that has enough darkness, I think. (laughs) Um, There's no story, is there? I'm glad we're covering it first. There's no story, there's no build. This is one of them proper boilerplate oh, we've come up with an idea, so we're obligated to do this match. Priest wins because it would be like the worst example maybe ever of WWE going, oh, everybody predicts that Damian Priest's going to win. So we're going to put Nakamura over there. Yeah. We are looking at Damian Priest, a potential Royal Rumble Final Four even winner. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be in that main event of WrestleMania title match, but absolutely, you fancy Priest to be in that spot to potentially compete for the mid-card version of the world title on that night. He's not losing here, but I, it's, how do you summon excitement for the match? They haven't tried to. The graphic was wheeled into existence on Monday. That's it.
0: Yeah. Damien Priest wins, fairly straightforward one, this. Yep. And I'm trying to get, I'm not I'm not sure how my score's going to look. I haven't actually calculated in advance.
2: I've got a score on both on my predictions. At uh, the
0: end. How it's going to play out, but I'm, I do need to try and give some wins to Raw because I feel like some other matches are prev, pretty heavily weighted in, in SmackDown's favour. Um, so let's talk uh, next about the tag match. Champion versus champion. RK, bro, Randy Orton and Riddle versus The Usos. How do you see this one playing out, Hamlet? I quite like this.
2: Yeah, me um, too. I thought the, the way on Raw they folded, effectively, RK-Bro into Big E's beef with Roman Reigns was legitimately impressive. Yeah. Like the, um, the Usos charge Raw, because why would Roman go there if he can send like the Usos to do his dirty work? And then Riddle is cast as this guy who knows he has to fight the Usos on the pay-per-view. So why not try and get a few licks in now? Orton is a guy that wants to suddenly kind of preserve the value of the tag belt. So he's like, well, fine. Let's go and battle the Usos. And as a combination of wrestlers. Feels extremely new. Mm. Which is rare for a WBP. Everyone's fought everybody else in some sort of combination at some point. Rather than this feels brand spanking new. They're a success story, RK Bro of 2021. For better and worse. I, Randy Orton has bored me for tears to get them for 20 years. And I think Riddle's a complete toss pot, But... The act has gone down incredibly well um, and the Usos somehow, uh, <laughs> underrated is not the word, but people very easily forget what the Usos do when they're just left to business. Like so much of this run has been about being characters and being under Roman's thumb and all that kind of, it's a bit annoying and they're kind of like, a bit whingy and nasally compared to how they used to be as characters. But this is going to be... Like, WWE, this is all WWE does well as a wrestling mm. company, is pay-per-views. I think this match is going to be excellent. I've got the Usos to win because it suits my SmackDown scorecard, but it really could go either way. Um, if anything, the result is kind of so meaningless that the match totally ruling will be the main thing.
0: Yeah, potential contender for, for match tonight. Yeah. I completely agree. It was last year's New Day
2: Street Profits match was the oh, match tonight. the night. Yeah. They like, made this whole thing about, right, we've both got belts, and, yes, this stupid company might have made us trade them, <laughs> but who is the actual best here? And I remember the New Day going all cocky and Street Profits being like, "Now we're not going to rise to that. And, like, yes, it was about Raw versus SmackDown, but it wasn't. Mm. And I'd love to see that sort of thing applied here. There's a shred of a story. Don't wear your – I mean, they will wear t T-shirt. If Randy and – Randy all wears red trunks, I'm going to lose it. But, um, like, if – fair enough, they have to do the brand stuff as an obligation, but um, because of what they built up on Raw – I think there's going to be heat, and I'm sort of looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, this is be the beginning of the end of RK, bro. I've often called for it, but I'm just looking at the calendar now and thinking mm-hmm. day one, that could potentially be, you know, maybe the start of the the blow off of that feud. Riddle is a contender for the Royal Rumble for me. I and think- then, and then If you're going to do that, you kind of have to work backwards and look at, this being the last pay-per-view of WWE's of the year and therefore some major potentially. I'm not saying that he RKO's Riddle tonight, but no. I'm just saying that perhaps more of Riddle getting carried away or more, you know, we saw, like we say, you saw it on Raw. And they've got
2: belts to lose too. That's, a, that's another step you can take of them losing their titles. Mm-hmm. Riddle's going to, for me, win the Rumble or fight Randy at WrestleMania. It's a, it's a big thing for yeah. him regardless. And I could well see... Him doing the, they've lost the belts, but they're still cool. And then Riddle throws him out the rumble. He does the polite, sorry bro, you know, this sort of thing. And then you've got like final two, final three, and Orton slides in and RKO's him. Somebody somebody else chucks Riddle, and that's like, that's the inciting incident Mm. because he couldn't, Orton, we've seen what happens when Orton gets eliminated from rumbles by mates. (laughs) Look what happened with Edge. He doesn't play fair with it, does he? So like you you could well do something like that. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Looking at some of the other matches on this card, then. So that's, I think we've both said one-to-one at this point. I've got one-one at that point. Uh... What should we do next? I do like the champion versus champion matches. I might save them for a little bit later. Let's start with the 5-on-5 women's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. Uh, Team Smackdown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Natalia, and at least we assume at time of recording, Tony Storm.
2: It used to be Survivor Series used to be about fair enough, the captains would definitely be in feuds and ideally the partners would be too. And you would line up, say, five sets of rivals or four sets of rivals that could all come together. Or logical heels versus babyfaces mm-hmm. against one another. It's not that since Raw versus SmackDown. It's about can the teams coexist and the infighting that's going to go on. And unfortunately, what that does to the, like the, not the bulk of the match necessarily, but to large swathes of the match is it makes it, Less about what you're watching and more about the ramifications after the fact. Mm -hmm. So you can't, like, you know, Team SmackDown, as we had with, like, we were just talking about the Raw one from last year. Yes, they could try and run the table. And you you occasionally get these, like, freak results where a team does get along and they make it work and all's well. But you literally have two people on this team who, as we are recording, have just had a match last night on SmackDown in Sasha Banks and Shotzi, Mm -hmm. right? Now, I, again, we're recording on Friday, so... I mean, I couldn't believe it when Serena D jumped and made a triple threat, but other than that development, they are presumably going to lead something bigger for Shotzi and Sasha. That feels like it was designed to set up a, a, an Angler match after the Survivor Series. So instead, what I've looked at is the infighting between those two, ultimately costing SmackDown when it gets to 2v1, Sasha and Shotzi versus Bianca Belair, and Bianca Belair capitalises, beats the pair of them, and... Wins it as the sole survivor for RAW. She has had, like, she's been beaten with a stick.
0: Yeah, I agree. For the last
2: month, two months, I I don't always need to take a victory laps, but I'm taking one because I had dread in my stomach at the Becky Lynch thing at SummerSlam, and I had a feeling they would never rectify it, and they fucking didn't. And she's in bother, and she's drowning. And a Survivor Series win fixes very little, but it very police at a very least positions her to start 2022 the right way.
0: Yeah, I look at that, and uh, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I look at the two teams and go, you cannot have the team that has got Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan on. No offense Thanks. to Carmella and Zelina, but yeah, they can't lose. They cannot lose. They can maybe get eliminated. One or two of those three can get eliminated. They can't all get eliminated, and they yeah. certainly can't lose as a team. Sasha Banks is fine regardless. Obviously, Shayna Baszler, they don't care about as much mm-hmm. as I would love to defend her. And maybe Naomi costs her or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shotzi, as you say, and Sasha can have something. Natalia. Uh. And uh, Tony <laughs> Storm is fine and has already tried to position herself in a title feud. And maybe Charlotte can use that of being like, well, why would you want a title shot after Survivor Series? Your team just lost, et cetera, et cetera. I'd love
2: Tony Storm having been added so late to. Remember, um, uh, she debuted a new finisher in that one match she had. Oh, yeah. She used to do Storm Zero and then she had debuted Storm One. Like give her a
0: win. Give her like a flash win with a finisher because she's really great before they eliminate her. Yeah, on Carmella or someone is absolutely yeah. fine. Um let's switch over to the uh switching gears, uh to the <laughs> men's match now. Seems heavily weighted one way or another, and it sort of depends on on who this fifth member of Team SmackDown is. But for the time being, uh it's two one to Raw mm-hmm. as as we we are going here. Team Raw in the Men's Survivor Series match. Rollins, Balor, Owens, Lashley and Austin Theory versus Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin and an extra person to be announced. Uh, Our SmackDown preview, we said it was going to be Kayla Braxton. Yeah. Spoiler. As Paul Heyman, her arch rival, would say. That wasn't a prediction, that was a spoiler. I I said this before, and unless your prediction re-Brock Lesnar or someone has come true, seems like... Team Raw's probably got the team advantage here, even if they might not necessarily all get along, let's say.
2: Yeah, but can I just shock you? I've gone with Team SmackDown, mm-hmm. if you'll permit me to explain why. Um, the mystery partner element is perhaps, I mean, as we're recording, it might not be a mystery anymore, so I won't dwell too much on it, but I will say too often in recent history, the mystery partner has been far less engaging than we would have predicted. You build a story around the mystery, and it ends up just being somebody that they slot in, and they do it on the kickoff or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just not got the, the juice that these things used to have. Um but yes, as you say, the teams feel incredibly weighted in Raw's favour, star power, um expected dominance, I guess, of wrestler versus wrestler when you line them all up. I think Team SmackDown wins because I think tonight, and it's been longer waited by the poor guy and it's overdue. I think the man who's been looking waiting for two years for a moment. Drew McIntyre finally gets one.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. He got a moment
2: at the 2020 Royal Rumble, and he thought this was the start of everything, and then he got his WrestleMania main event taken away from him, and then he fought Roman Reigns in the biggest match of last year's Survivor Series in the empty Thunderdome, and then he returned. The crowds returned at WrestleMania social distance, and he lost in the opener opener to Bobby Lashley, and then SummerSlam happened. Not even
0: the opener, really. It was like... 20 minutes, after, 20 the minutes after the
2: rainstorm, like the, the Jinder Mahal match was over a sword in the middle of the card and a squash. Nobody considered that anything, unfortunately. Tonight, Drew McIntyre defeats Bobby Lashley in the last two in the ring, him clean with a Claymore. He wins the match for SmackDown because SmackDown are going to need it. You've had all the various eliminations. And more than anything else, ties quite nicely into this gimmick that he's doing on SmackDown about throwing out an open challenge every week. To the point where after that, you've got, there's sort of been like, what, five weeks of Drew fighting anyone that wants to come through the curtain, winning the match for the team at the Survivor Series, and then having a very valid claim on being the true head of the table on SmackDown. Because you've got either the January the 1st pay-per-view, you've got him entering the Royal Rumble, but there's a route to Roman Reigns here on at some show or another, and I think Drew is still owed... Something that they can—we know that we're in the survivors series, isn't it? But there's something yeah. they can dress up as being the big night that he's been desperate to get all this time.
0: Yeah, I can. I, I like that as an idea, and it's—it's it's similar to obviously what we've talked about with Bianca Belair, but it's—it's—it's mm. it's, it's not necessarily far more needed for Drew, but it is a nice gesture, yeah. Uh, and yeah, hell of, not rehabilitate, but a hell of a way to launch him into the into the title picture mm. because that's where he should probably be as we head into 2022. Which is why Team Raw is going to win in my (laughs) predictions. Uh, I can't get past looking at this team and thinking again. If who bloody knows who that Van Wagner or whoever Mm -hmm. it is they announce as the fifth member, that may completely change my opinion, and I'll wake up on Saturday morning and go, "Mm, "Yeah, that's completely out of date now." Before this podcast (laughs) team gets released, but I look at that and go, "Jeff Hardy doesn't need to pin anyone." Mm -hmm. King Woods. Got battered, so he can be carrying an injury necessarily or a concussion or whatever you want to say going into it. Why they wouldn't replace him, I don't know. But still, he can go into it. Happy Corbin. Laughing too hard at a Mad Cat Moss joke and runs into a coup de grace. I don't care. You're a joke, Corbin. You're an absolute joke. (laughs) And then Drew McIntyre. I'd have it be Team Raw, like, 5-1 up. So everyone else gets eliminated except Drew. And Mm. Drew fights through and fights through and fights through and maybe is left with just Bobby, mm-hmm. or maybe Owens, because you kind of want to protect him because he's kind of going on a bit of a streak. Maybe he gets DQ'd doing something, yeah. and that costs Jeff Hardy, for example, mm-hmm. in the match, or the, the extra person, whoever that may be. And then Bobby Lashley wins, because I think they're going to give Bobby Lashley a, a big win again. Uh, and I've sort of stumbled into what I think is my prediction for the way this show plays out in terms of which brand... Reigns supreme. Okay, so let's move on, not to Becky Lynch and Charlotte, because I, I mean, I, I think that's arguably the most fascinating yeah, match on it this card. Feels like the main event, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Let's talk Biggie versus Roman Reigns, WWE Champion versus Universal Champion. Can Biggie get it done for you?
2: That was a sound for anybody that can't see us of me slapping it all on the table for the big meaty man who batters meat, because yes, he wow. can. Yes, he can. Um, I'm going for it. It's made my scorecard 3-2. So there's good drama going into the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of Big E winning here. And of course, it's not just because there's no titles on the line. So if there was ever an opportunity to pin Roman Reigns once in this run that he's on, it would be this show. You couldn't do it last year, just because it was the same permutations. That character was too new. That character needed everything it could have behind it. to, Like the head of the table stuff was instantly over, but it's how you establish credibility. That credibility is now completely established. You don't want to beat them all the time. You don't want to do what WWE normally doesn't beat them like a drum, but you can beat them once or twice if the stakes uh, don't interfere with your bigger plans, which in this case is Roman Reigns holding the pelt for the rest of time. That's the bigger plan at present. Mm-hmm. For Big E to have this victory as something to talk about is going to be so useful every single week on Raw. For Big E to have this victory that people remember about his title run could set up everything that's going to happen in his career, not just for the duration of this run, but for the runs that are to come for the uh, the various tenures he's going to have to come when he gets back with a New Day. Somebody will always be the guy that beat Roman Reigns during this streak of his. And as we learned with The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, whereas there was always this belief that it's got to be like a young up-and-comer to get the most out of it, the reality is quite different when it plays out. As long as the person who does it is then spoken of in the hallowed terms with which Brock Lesnar was spoken in, you get, oh, well, you can't get any more out of Brock Lesnar. Yes, you can. He becomes an even bigger star off of what he does to The Undertaker, you know. And what you what Biggie would get as a benefit for this, I just think is so fantastic. And consider the extra bits of sort of like fluff and nonsense around this. They've got a feud, a Leafs feud, I guess, that started with, Roman just laughing off this challenge that Big E's on his level. And then Big E making him feel a little bit threatened that he might actually be on his level. And then Roman Reigns battering Big E's mates while Big E wasn't there in, disad- like in a disadvantaged position. And now, breaking his mate's heart and stealing his crown. Not only do I want Big E to pin Roman Reigns, he can't take his belt, but he can take that crown back for Xavier Woods. So if, if anything, what you've done is you've created something that feels like a title match that isn't, that you can give the win to Big E for without making Roman Reigns feel like a loser. And I just, I know I sound like I'm fantasy booking for a favourite, but I just feel like they have genuinely, and they deserve credit for this, given themselves the perfect way to beat Roman Reigns. Mm. And if you absolutely have to cheat it, because God forbid they ever commit to anything, let this be the Brock Lesnar surprise running. F5, splat, Paul Heyman looking on in horror. Next week on SmackDown, did you know he was here, Paul? Because you knew he was here at SummerSlam. Did you know he was here, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> did you know he was here? You know, like there. Uh, yeah. And Big E being like, I did see Paul him on the phone earlier on. Like like Oh, that's you, some great booking. You fire all that stuff
0: back up again, you heat all that up, sod it. Let's have let's have Big E for the big win. This is like bizarro world. You're doing all the optimistic booking, and I'm going. Yeah, Roman Reigns wins. I like your card, Hamphlet. In opposite land, No, no like, I'd, I, if your stuff happens, I'll be ecstatic on Sunday night. I just think, I've, again, I've got one eye on uh, on day one. It's re- 46. Yeah, I don't really know what they're doing. For-
2: Roman versus somebody that's not yet been born. Roman versus the guy that's in the office when Gareth says, I'm just wondering if there's ever going to be a boy born faster than a shark. And you're like, there is Gareth, and one day he's going to beat Roman Reigns for the title in an underwater match.
0: I just think the the story of this well the story do you know what I will reveal my thing now. The story of the entire show is Raw wins 4-2 on my thing, hmm. and the only two teams that win from SmackDown are the bloodline, <laughs> because they're <laughs> the only good thing about SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. By the way,
2: just to sort of if you
0: thought that this fantasy book in, in Roman and Big E was ridiculous, wait till you hear what I've got cooked for the main event. Oh goodness me. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I think I think Big E has the match won. Okay and then he says get involved and then Roman wins and goes look see I've always proven I was the best champion and then we get some mad stipped up trios match yeah which we are you know which we've I know we've had a bit on no telly, it but feels good about it eh, it's yeah. not the new year come yeah. on I don't feel like they're gonna have big title matches on that show I feel mm-hmm. like I mean, they might have some titles on the line on that show women's titles in 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 that case but I feel like they're going to go, if you're going to have, for example, Drew fighting for the title, they ain't doing it on New Year's Day. They're mm-hmm. doing it at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, and again, if they're doing Owens versus E, for mm-hmm. example, I need to double check what time his contract expires, but still, then that's probably going to be at the Royal Rumble, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think that what we're going to see is is Biggie having the match won, I haven't thought about the, the Brock Lesnar thing. That's made me even more confused. Nah. I'd love him to win, but I think for now, Roman beats him. But again, you're planting that seed of, e has got Roman's number. If, if you do want to eventually be, have the one that Big E is the guy, you should, the, the Big E is the guy that eventually beats Roman Reigns for that Universal Championship. This is another breadcrumb.
2: Just to sort of, we are, as we always do on these PPV previews, we tend to forget ourselves and actually book finishes. Yes. (laughs) Rather than, WWE have conspired to do another brand versus brand paper. It's the second year in a row where it could end up as a draw. Idiots. Even number of matches. You're supposed to be able to have a winner at the end of this. That would get you there. Yeah. If If there was no finish to speak of, and neither of us are getting what we want, but nobody's getting to see Big E lose then you could theoretically have... Suppose, that makes my
0: score 4-1
2: to rule. Well, this is it, yeah. But, like, you could end... Theoretically, you could end with a definite winner if you have something... I'm not advocating for that. I want to win. I'd have, I want to yeah, win. It,
0: I'd, like, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have, yeah, Roman wins here and then maybe the Bloodline loses at, at day one, but it's one of the Usos. And, again, Roman, you know, flogs them in public or whatever it is that yeah. they do as a result of that. Um, I'll give away my result for the the women's main, mm-hmm. main event right now, then. Uh, Becky Lynch wins because as much as she's also a heel, uh, you can't have Charlotte Flair winning this, man. Come on, WWE. Look at what's been going on. Be- Becky Lynch has to beat her. She wins for Raw. She's sort of got this renewed sense of confidence. Charlotte Flair is getting slightly concerned, if you want to come back to this down the line, that, again, Becky Lynch has got her number. And when Charlotte comes out and says to Tony Storm, well, you you lost. Why do you think you should get a title shot? And she says at least I got a pinfall. You just lost straight out. You were defending the honor of our brand. I was on a team. That was a team effort that we lost on. You lost against Becky Lynch, and you're meant to be, you know, the be-all and end-all. She, she, if the title had been on the line, we'd have seen Becky two belts and Charlotte no belts. I don't know. Some <laughs> yeah. bollocks writing that they're going to have. But it doesn't matter what I think, because after that tease, I have to know what you think happens when Becky Lynch, Raw Women's Champion, takes on Charlotte Flair, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Are we fighting for different brands? Because I've gone for Charlotte Flair.
2: Is this our own Survivor Series? So <laughs> no, we've just disagreed on everything.
0: Um, I don't think I've, I've ever been Team role for the past <laughs> few
2: years. So it is um, It's understandable that they've gone down the avenue of, finally, and it took ages to get there, talking about the real-life issues that exist now between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. This, this was absolutely the way to go. There are... Like wrestling deals with a far more plugged-in audience than even it thinks. It still believes it to be a niche within a niche within a niche. In reality, like lots of people are plugged in lots of different details. Lots of people know little things about these things, and then nothing about other things. They watch the television, but they also follow wrestlers on social media. They look at outside interviews. They just see news in the news. Hopefully they come to whatcoach.com forward slash WWE and they watch the videos with you and Murray every morning. It's all out there and it's not hidden away. Mm. And what happened on SmackDown the other week, aside from being a rotten segment on television, everybody knows just as much about what took place after the fact. So at long last, when they did start building to this, they zeroed in on this lack of trust between the two. Um, And Becky Lynch, partly... Because, it, again, I don't want to speculate on what happened when we weren't in the room, but from every version of the story bar one, like she's kind of come across like the more professional of the mm. two, which kind of automatically babyfaces her, despite the fact that she's been playing a heel since August. Now, despite the fact that both of these are heel, there is one sentimental babyface, is there not? And in this match, where there is a sentimental babyface in a match between two heels, where there has been shoot conflict between the two, mm-hmm. fights backstage... We find ourselves heading into a Survivor Series main event, do we not? (laughs) Does this sound familiar? Yes. So a Survivor Series main event between two career rivals that hate each other in real life and you're worried about if the match is going to get out of hand. (laughs) You know what homework I'm telling you to go and watch because the match itself is actually underrated. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are having a very, very convincing, almost like a hockey fight in the crowd (laughs) match before everything goes tits up in the way that we've seen a billion times. It's ironic that the worst bit of footage from the match is the only bit that ever gets played because it's a hell of a match that comes before that. They make... I mean, the two of the best of all time, but they never worked that well together until they were asked, can you make this fight look as real as possible? They absolutely smashed it. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair have worked everybody, and I love being one of these people, into feeling the tension and feeling... I cannot wait for this. Oh, yeah, buzzing. There's a nervousness around this, and I think this match has bucket loads of potential, spinning all over as it probably will, to just feel a different kind of violent to that classic they had at Evolution. That was your proper WWE, water set of the score, weapons, blood and thunder match. This is going to be a different, this is going to be snippy and pissy and dare I compare it to Eddie Kingston and CM Punk, but Ooh. that kind of, you know, that, that kind of vibe, mm. the uncomfortable. Like God, Jesus Christ, what's she doing to her, all that sort of stuff. So again, I ask you, Wilborn, what happened at the end of the comparison piece that I use. A move was applied very quickly. A wrestler slid out the ring, held up a title in victory, and marched away as quick as possible from the theatre of conflict, did they not? Mm -hmm. I'm predicting that Charlotte Flair will do just that on Sunday, but let me tell you why. Because Becky Lynch, after the match, eventually comes to the ring, and they have this, blah, 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 and they battle back and forth. Becky didn't have the manhandle slam in her arsenal when she last fought Charlotte. This is this new thing, this mm-hmm. new kill shot she's got. And she hits it on Charlotte for the first time. And we can finally ask the question, Is Becky Lynch got this new way to beat Charlotte Flair conclusively? And she stands, she's ready to make the cover. I don't give a damn about my reputation. <laughs> oh. Ronda Rousey, baby was 2 months ago, stands on the ramp, arena buzzing in shock, everyone just doesn't know what to do. Michael Cole repeats the call from 2018. Is it? Could it be? Ronda Rousey on the ramp just like everyone's she always took ages to come at the ring. So that is a believable recovery. Big leather jacket. Yeah, believable recovery time for Charlotte Flair. Becky Point at the sign, there isn't a the sign. Yeah, <laughs> but point of the sign. She's just stood on the ramp. Becky is, like, mouth agape. It's one of the few times that you can get away with the music is a distraction because the whole building is staring at the ramp. They can't believe what they're seeing. Oh, my God. The baddest woman on the planet is back. Becky Lynch is still in the ring. She's big-time Bex, but this is the first time she's been rattled as big-time Bex. Charlotte, roll up, pulls the tights, one, two, three, slides out the ring. Like, she doesn't even feel like she's earned the victory, but she'll take it because she's a piece of garbage. Like, she'll take this win. On SmackDown, she'll be like... I did, man. I'm the queen. I beat Becky Lynch. It was a piece, a piss, all that sort of stuff. WrestleMania.
0: Oh, man. You've done it again. You've done that thing where now, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be furious.
2: <laughs> like, no physical, like, she's two months shy, yeah, shy, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. shy of having a baby. That's enough. Like, Rhonda watches this happen, watches Becky lose. Like, you see her mouth, something like, big time, are you? Yeah, I'm fucking big time, mate. And then she walks the back. Becky's just in disbelief. Because what has to happen after SmackDown, after this pay-per-view, she needs to go back to being the heel. So you completely reframe this. You have it as like, you know, she refuses to accept the loss. She's making excuses on Raw, blah, 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 blah. Like, no selling the whole thing. Like, somebody asks her, I mean, Becky, we need to know what you think about Ronda. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to talk about Liv Morgan. You know, like, all of a sudden, Liv Morgan's out. like one, just one to acknowledge that Ronda Rousey is the deal. And then when Ronda is ready to come back and start talking properly, she says, look, what happened at WrestleMania 35? You were lucky. I got my shoulder up. Everybody in that building knew that there was something a little bit iffy about that finish. I can beat you this time. And there's your night two main event. Jesus. What a piece of booking <laughs> that is. And by the way, 50 Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I was going to say. And which brand reigns supreme? Either. We <laughs> have to watch both. both. <laughs> And then in comes... <laughs> Brownbreaker. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, they, uh, they f- Like, the whole thing ends, and then, like, just the whole pay-per-view
2: ends with Sonya Deville and uh, post and Piers flipping a coin. Eh, graph comes at the end. Four, three, to SmackDown, after-after-time the coin toss. But, yeah, that's my big ridiculous... Oh, I love thing it. Won't happen.
0: Just, oh, I like to drop
2: one of these in per preview, just to, like...
0: Yes! Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of... I can't wait for it now. <laughs> uh, ahead of Survivor Series this weekend uh, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We will be doing this Survivor Series review, as I said, in the small hours of Monday morning. So if you subscribe, that will be in your feed as soon as it is released. To make sure you join myself and Phil Chambers. Hey, and maybe a surprise appearance from Michael Hamlet somewhere in there for our Survivor Series live stream on Sunday night into Monday morning if you're here in the UK. <laughs> uh, but for now, this has been the Survivor Series preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row?